The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever has my commandments and observes them is the one who loves me. Whoever loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and reveal myself to him. Judas, not the Iscariot, said to him, Master, then what happened that you will reveal yourself to us and not the world? Jesus answered and said to him, Whoever loves me will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our dwelling with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, yet the word you hear is not mine, but that of the Father who sent me. I have told you this while I am with you. The Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you everything and remind you of all that I told you. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning. We're here on day 30 of the 50 days as we count our way to Pentecost. And uh, we've been working our way through the book of Acts. And uh, really, we could say the book of Acts and the gospel readings that we've had, and really maybe we just say all of Scripture, is really about revealing God, helping us to see and know God. And that is really at the focus of really all of our readings today. It's about revealing. Well, I like to look at special words in our readings that aren't used very much because I think, and a very good example here is in the Gospel of John with this reading, um, he's picked a very specific word and we translate it to reveal, but it's only used three times in the Old Testament. And so I think John says, Maybe that's an indicator that we, when we're trying to figure out revealing, we look at what happened in the Old Testament. So uh, this particular word takes us back to Exodus and to uh, Exodus 33. Uh, but it's a conversation between God and Moses. And uh, it goes like this. Uh, Moses said to the Lord, See, you are telling me, lead this people. But you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, you are my intimate friend. You have found favor with me. Now if I have found favor with you, please let me know your ways, so that in knowing you, I may continue to find favor with you. See, this nation is indeed your own people. And the Lord answered, I myself will go along to give you rest. That word is translated here, know your ways. Moses said, show me, reveal yourself, so that I may know you and, and be able to follow you and, and be more intimate with you and have a special relationship with you. So I think we're connected here with, okay, this revealing. And we see it all the way back with Moses and God. Now, I think a really important part of this is 
really, where does this passage sit? And it's right after uh, Moses has gone up to the mountain to get the law, and he leaves the people alone, and of course they go and build a golden calf. They have to have an idol. They revert back to their old ways. And God's pretty frustrated, and he says, you go to the promised land, I'm not going to go with you. And this is the passage that Moses says, please, you, you need to come with us. And so God agrees that he will. But it's at this point that God says, they are a stiff-necked group of people. Stiff-necked. And I really think about, that's the major block in revealing, being stiff-necked. Stiff-necked is uh, stubborn and narrow and tolerant, narrow-minded, opinionated, inflexible, closed, rigid. The best way I can see this definition is we jump to conclusions. Our pride and ego kind of, we see a little bit of truth from God, and then we say, okay, well, I get this. I completely understand. Now I know everything that's going to happen. And we basically stop the revealing, because now we've taken it, and we've taken control. And this is really the big challenge to revealing. I think this plays out in our scene that we have from the uh, book of uh, Acts. Paul and Barnabas work a miracle. And what do the people do? They jump to a conclusion. Oh my gosh, it's Zeus. We have to, we have, to have, you know, we've got to sacrifice to these, these idols. Zeus has actually come onto the earth. And Paul and Barnabas are ripping their clothes. No, you jumped to the wrong conclusion. This is our challenge. This is what we do. Uh, I ran across a uh, hypothetical uh, scene in conversation uh, that I think kind of plays this out pretty well for us. Um, it's a conversation up in heaven. So uh, we think about uh, when we get to heaven and we see the great patriarchs, we see uh, Moses, and we see you know others that have done tremendous, wonderful things, and we think, oh, I can't wait to go talk to them and really find out about, oh, this is such a wonderful thing. So we, we see Moses, and he parted the Red Sea. We see David, and he slew Goliath, and he did all these other things that, that God helped him with. We see Joshua, who marched around the city of Jericho, and the walls just fell down. And we want to go up and say, tell us about how wonderful this was. I mean, did Give us everything. And all three of them turn around and look at us and say, Are you kidding? You had the Holy Spirit living in you. You came and watched Jesus turn bread and wine into his body and blood. And you consumed it every single day. What was that like? That's our challenge. That's our challenge to revealing. Yes, we, it's, this is tremendous. 
But out in the world, when we take this, the revealing continues. God is in our life all the time, in everything that we go through. That revealing, tell us what that's like. That's what we need to be capturing. Because that's what Moses and Joshua and David and others are going to be saying, please, tell us about that. That was tremendous. The Holy Spirit living in you. Reminding you of everything that Jesus said. That's the way we need to live our life. All day long, every minute. Let's stand and offer our petitions.